This is the Mouths of the South podcast. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. The official Dirty South Soccer podcast. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Talking all things Atlanta United FC. Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. We are the Mouths of the South. The South got something to say. That's all I got to say. All right, hey guys, I just want to start with saying we all suck and... This is Is this the start of the podcast so, yeah, yeah, or you no, just I, like I don't like is there is there a, mm. a worse a better way to start I'm I'm starting just about as well as Atlanta I thought you were going to introduce us. Dude, I don't Atlanta suck. United started <laughs> just as bad as as I'm starting the show right now. Oh. This is how we're starting the show. Well, we're also starting like in that. the 76th minute because it's 5-1 and you know, you're playing down a man, so I think it's best we just go ahead for all of us. Man of the match, Miles Robinson for doing what he did to earn that PK. Really, he should have been the one to take the PK. I, I'm a little, mm-hmm. I'm a little pissed that he didn't take the PK because I think he deserved it. He's the only one doing work out there. Got LGP with the red card for I don't know what. Okay, you've got three goals in the first ten minutes, twelve minutes, whatever it was. Yeah. I think twelve minutes technically. And that's it. We're done talking about the game. All right, <laughs> Red Bulls on Sunday. Doors open at 11 o'clock. That's it? That's it. Oh, what, no, what do you want to talk on, about? What do you want to say? Hold on. Hold on. What's up to say? Hold on. We hold do on. have to hold blame on. Eric for the red card. Yes. It's only fair. First of all, Eric wished uh, for a high-scoring match tonight, which we got, and of course it worked. Uh, that's why you wanted to move on. And, I, and I, I think I might be paraphrasing, but Eric goes, you know, man, how could it be worse than like a 3-0 yeah. start? Yeah. And, feel- <laughs> and then like literally 10 seconds later... The Dogzo LGP red card happened. And let's let's talk about that red card for a sec, because I see a lot of uh, a, a lot of uh, angry people. Yeah, I don't care what on your Atlanta United is, Twitter. Josh. It was yeah, crap. Josh. Whatever you're gonna say, it's crap. you're stupid. It you're wrong. Yeah. You're dumb. <laughs> Come on, just it was crap. Go back to sleep. <laughs> There's nothing you can I say. Wish, There's nothing you can say, before. Josh. There's um, nothing you can say. So as this happening it's right now, you know, Atlanta call. United as a game is still going on. Atlanta United down to ten men, and Michael Parkhurst is walking off the field, and they've already used all three of their substitutions. Nine men. So well, now it's nine men. You you scored a goal with ten. Maybe you'll score more with nine. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah. You score another goal because you go down another but, man. I, look, the, look, look. This could be prophecy right here, but imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine the stars aligning. And us going live with about what ten minutes, twelve minutes, thirteen minutes left, and they just keep scoring, and goals. they and they score in in six five. Yeah, I think we're good on that. We'll see. He does not believe people. If I can just piss everyone off real quick, th- I think that red card was correct. Get, get, uh, what? Get why? The hell, get the hell why? out of here! How is that not denial why? of a goal scoring opportunity? Isn't it a denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity? He literally shot the ball on goal after the handball. So there was literally. So there was no denial of the yeah, opportunity. He had the opportunity. Let me ask you: Were you making that argument when Tim Parker fouled Joseph Martinez outside the box, and he still had a shot on goal, and I they called it back for a I red definitely card. thought that was a little strange, but it was it was well, it was for us. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, what am I gonna say? Plus, when the foul happened, I mean, he was pretty far to the right side of the goal. I'm just saying, I don't know if that was an obvious goal scoring opportunity. I think you, yeah. I mean, I, I I've seen those given a yellow. I just don't think it's an egregious error. I don't. Think think that's one that gets overturned with VAR uh, and uh, and so I think that's I mean I know it's a tough one and certainly you know the ball is going away from goal you know we're just thinking it's a handball we're not thinking about a red card at first I thought maybe LGP had said something to uh, the referee because he took a, a while to show it but to show the card but looking back on it uh, I mean 
It is a handball that uh, that and there's a there's a goal scoring opportunity. <laughs> just stop being rational. Disappointingly about this. rational. That's what just, we do just, here. Just be angry with all of us. I am angry. I'm angry. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, no, you know, no, I'm not even trying to be rational or anything. I just don't. I mean, I just don't see how you can call that an obvious goal scoring opportunity because it was one. He shot at the ball on goal right after the handball. Right, but it's denial <laughs> of an obvious goal scoring opportunity. And right. if he still was able to shoot the ball right, it just it doesn't make sense. But but as we said with the call, with Joseph, we we saw that same precedent applied with the handball to Tim Parker. I don't care and, about precedent. And that, and that was up. Okay, this is, no. these are MLS refs here. <laughs> We don't need precedent. He's got a good point. These are these are. Uh, they pick and choose what they want to do when they, they want to do it. These are the, PRO uh, officials. He the, does make a good point. The worst in the world, according to Josie Altador. None so, of this uh, makes sense. You know, I'll take. Okay, so I'm what oh I gosh. would be upset about. Oh my gosh! Is, score again. Don't get that scored that six one on you. No. Guys, really, people are going to listen to this in the morning. I know. Eric just they must know how in angry the, we the are. Background. But, uh, Eric A. Smith. I think you look at two of those first three goals. We mentioned this on the halftime show. They come from Atlanta United not applying pressure in, in the midfield, and you're able to pick a ball out in behind, and then it leads to those individual errors. It leads to that red card for Leandro gonzalez Pires, who was obviously very poor. But between, I think, yeah, I think you came out really flat, and you didn't pressure Chicago in the midfield. And on to compound matters, you had a back four that was just making individual error after individual error to the tune of three nil down, one man down uh, after ten minutes of play. I mean, you couldn't possibly execute poorly, more poorly from a tactical and individual standpoint. And it, you know, it, it could be, it could have been worse at half. It could have been worse at halftime, and you you could see it coming. It was just. A really, really bad performance, and hopefully you just look back at it as, as one of those nights and uh, it motivates you for Red Bulls on Sunday because this was really bad, and it was bad in a way that we were not expecting. We were worried coming to the match about Atlanta United feeling to create chances against a Chicago team that would sit back. I really want to go back and listen to our pregame <laughs> I thing. I know. <laughs> we talked about PT oh Martinez gosh. underneath. What a waste sub- of time. Subbed out, subbed out after 10 minutes. Uh, how are you going to create chances? That, by the way, I mean, I get that the red card makes you have to make changes, but you know, honestly, we, honestly, I bet it was kind of a relief because he's like, all right, this is something I don't have to like. I don't have to hear true. crap from everyone about how I, I played Ed, bad. Andrew Carlton should have been subbed on when we were down like four to nothing, and that should have been his punishment well, uh, to have to play the rest of that game. Uh, so yeah, I've been Andrew Carlton for Guzan. I think, <laughs> and that's another. I'm not. I'm not a big. I don't talk about goalkeepers much because. You know, they to me they play a different game, and it's you know you either stop oh, it from I, going in the net or in terms not. Of blaming him, yeah, but yeah, I, can't, I, think, I can't blame him on a lot of but, that. But but I think Guzan made he made a couple mistakes tonight. The one at the near post, I think you you got to it's you know just keeper one oh one don't get beat at the near. Post. I think I he might have been be, screened. I would be interested to see if there's any data backing this up. I don't think he's been having a particularly good season. I you know I can point to a lot of. Uh, a lot of games where the opposition has, you know, it feels like two or three shots, and he's letting one in. He's letting some soft goals. He's made some errors tonight. I think, you know, he gets beat at the near post. He gets one put between his legs, and obviously, it's he's not at fault for for being down five one. Another Atlanta United player down. Horrible. I think he's milking it. Just horrible uh, defensive performance. I thought is what costs you, but I think Brad Guzan is is, is struggling right now with his form. So who I, made I, the worst I, mistake? I would wonder <laughs> I would I would Pogba I would venture to I would venture to guess or I wanna I want further into that research. Yeah, I'd be I, I want I'm curious at how many of those goals that maybe he could have done better on maybe cost us or didn't help us help our cause in winning the match. Because if, if 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 we ended up winning the match anyway 
The one that comes I, I to don't mind care, is when that random uh, Barrow kid or whatever for New York Red Bull scored that header where he didn't react. Okay, yeah. In time, there are a couple other ones. I, see, I I kind of disagree with the hate on Guzan for that one, but I I I just think if you look at his season, I can on understand the, whole, the I think he's not. I mean, uh, and again, I don't like to talk about goalkeepers that much. It's it's boring. By the way, it's but, Pereira uh, that's not been down. great. And he looks like he might be concussed. So no, I, I, I don't think he's milking. I'm, I think he's. And Frank DeBoer cutting a. Uh, I don't know, dude. He looks kind of glassy eyed. Cutting a frustrated. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope he's milking it because I <laughs> concuss, concussion wouldn't be the obviously is not the best thing in the world. But definitely not. But <laughs> if he pukes, you know he's a concussed. Anyways, um, <laughs> thank you for that. No, that's the that's like no. A, I know it's like it's a legit. Yes. Um. So yeah, we're starting this podcast. Like 15 minutes before the game even ends, because we know how it's going to end ultimately. And Josh is trying to make sense of things. <laughs> Sam and I are just. That's all I got, man. I mean, I. Stop being rational, you no, jerk. That's literally no all more. I got. I have no more rational things to say about this match. It was it's not Dogzo! It was, <laughs> it was so bad. That's really the only thing you get. And look, it would be one thing to, to if that had been a, a, a turning point very early on, where if it were nil nil, even one nothing, Chicago, if that, if that call gets made. Uh, and ultimately makes it two nothing. Then you're talking about, but the fact that it's three nothing means absolutely nothing to this game, except the fact that you, there's no way you're getting into it. But we can all argue about the call, but that's not affecting LGP being still being in the game or not. It's not going to affect. No, you. I, I mean, three nothing uh, yeah. would have been fine. I mean, you can theoretically come back from that if you have you know 11 men. But the the red card was way more damaging there than we, the actual we can, goal. We can disagree on the uh, on whether it's the right call. But how it affects the overall overall outcome, I think there's there's no it doesn't affect it at all. You're still losing this match. Well, and if you look at how the fourth it's and at fifth least three goals one. came, and if you look at how the fourth and fifth goals came, similar to uh, it wasn't a matter of you getting pulled side to side and playing a man down and having to chase the ball. It was the same thing. Route one stuff, not being able to defend. So I tend to agree with you, Eric. I think I think you're looking at a, a pretty bad night, regardless of whether you go down a man or not. And to be honest. Going down a man in some ways, and we've seen in the second half, has caused Chicago, I think, to voluntarily take their foot off the gas a little bit. And, you know, who knows? At 11 v. 11, maybe it's even worse. By the way, it also looked like they had that, like, concussion doctor just in Pereira. Yeah, it looks like he's looking at Pereira. So he's in the protocol, I would assume. Not good. (laughs) And not to crap on this night even more. And you can't afford to lose any bodies right now. I mean, we talked about Andrew Carlton traveling with the team after Frank DeBoer was you know, he was supposedly so deep in his doghouse. Oh, but they were so, and then like, we looked on the roster, by, like, and you literally had—I think you had 18 guys available because you didn't have Joseph available, you didn't have Tito available. Romario has been traded, you know. Uh, so uh, Kevin Kratz still out injured. So, I mean, I think that you know, if you're, you might be looking at—if you lose, you already lose LGP. If you lose Pereira and Barco's not back, and LGP, and LG, and LGP is gone. You're either dressing an academy kid or playing maybe with one short on the bench again. I still, I still think there's a chance that Atlanta uh, United two kid, I should say, not academy. I, there, I think there's a chance that LGP's red card might get overturned. No, I think there's a chance. No. I don't think no. it can because I mean I, I think no. if you if you overturn that, then you know dogs though is such a weird like interpretation kind of thing that I think once that call's made, I don't really. I'm kind of with Josh there. I don't see how you can over. I hope. That he gets it overturned on appeal because I think ultimately, like that, something like that that happens should probably just be a yellow card. I, yeah, and I think 
it's a tough one, right? And and with people talking about the the double jeopardy, the double jeopardy element of this, I think that uh, I think that that the rule is written so that is when you make a play on the ball. So the rule was changed where if there's a foul denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity in the box, it can be a yellow card instead of a red to avoid the double jeopardy situation if you're making a play on the ball which would be, you know, a kick or a slide tackle yeah. or something like that. Specifically in the rule book uh, says handballs are not included in that. So that would not be considered a play a play on the ball. So that Again, you're trying to make sense of this and I just It's just I I, hate I'm you just for saying it. that you can't you can't <laughs> <laughs> This has been a rough night, man. Um, I mean, I just I don't know whether to take from this. I think I, what can you take? If you looked, I think you're down one, to you're down to ten men. Three I mean, minutes everything in, was like sideways yeah. from the beginning of the game. I mean, they they had a shot on goal. I think at twenty three seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, it's like at, th- at that point. Wow. I, I'll say I'll say this. I, I look every now and then you're going to have one of these matches. Thankfully, sure. these don't come too often for Atlanta United. Uh, we've seen it go the other way. F- in favor of Lane United, these, these same situations. So, look, once every three years, cool. Um, it sucks <laughs> that it happened against the Chicago Fire. I would rather it ha- happen to like a like a like a Red Bulls, honestly, because then oh. you can use that as an excuse as to why you didn't beat them, as opposed to the Chicago Fire, who oh. are absolute garbage and only won four games this entire year and somehow managed to put five on Atlanta United, one of the better defensive teams yeah, in the league. Really, a lo- so much shock. Second best defensive team in the league, first in the East, only one goal back, or uh, uh, I guess difference between us and LAFC. Yeah. A chance to go top of the table in the East. Yep. No, I I, I don't disagree. Say bye bye to that goal differential. I think maybe the only <laughs> God, Eric is mad. Oh gosh! Now, we, now Guzan's. <laughs> what the heck was that? This has become a circus. Let's Guzan like forty circus. yards off his line. Brad Guzan pulled right. up Manuel Neuer. So one, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So what what can we take from this game oh to transitioning to the Red Bulls? Don't accidentally. Because I know Eric wanted to do that 15 minutes ago, but I think what do you take from this game to the Red Bulls? I think on the field, nothing. You can look, I think, a little. It's all, it's all mental. A little bit into the starting 11. Yeah, you've got that part. It's all of mental. It. But I think you can extrapolate one. I think Michael Parker's playing midweek at left back. You're probably going to see Breck Shea uh, this weekend. Jeff Lorenowitz uh, starting at CDM pretty much all but confirms. You're going to see Eric Rometty rotated in. Uh, so obvious, and then of course you're gonna have to fill LGP's shoes, and hopefully Joseph comes back. So, well, like Joseph, I assume will start. Yeah, you're right; goals. he'll be back. Yeah. Pity. Look, let's 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 look at the benefits of him being subbed out five minutes in. He's well rested. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He's and good. hopefully Barco will be back as well. We fingers uh, crossed. Yeah. Yeah. DeBoer told us it's a possibility, and everyone around everyone plays better when Barco's yeah. on the field. Gressel should be back. He, I mean, he got off pretty early. Nagby got off pretty early. Uh, you already mentioned Parkhurst. Franco Escobar, I don't really think leg should be a problem for him. Um, well, Parkhurst, you might actually have to play. Did you already mention the center back? Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. That's yeah, that's the thing. You, and that, and that, yeah, right. So you, you're thinking you're going to rotate him, but in the end you might have to play yeah. him. You might have to play him, yeah, that center we'll half. We'll see Pogba maybe, but after today, who knows? Yeah, I mean, that he was, was not uh, the greatest uh, moment I mean, for him. not cover himself Yeesh. in glory tonight. Um well, look. Uh, let's be honest. Well, what about though, because, Larry because, at center back? But, but time out. Yeah, maybe but so. I, as as much as we look at that one moment from Pogba that led to uh, one of the gazillion goals that Chicago scored, um, like no one played well. I mean, it's it's yeah. no one's playing you know, well. No one the played theme. well. Everyone is 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 give everyone a zero on the player ratings for all I care. Like it really does not matter. 
Um, everyone played bad. You take this one, you throw it in the garbage, you forget about it. Every now and then you have one of these matches. Uh, year one for us, it was it was the same. We this literally happened in favor of us against Chicago Fire. That's what's that's interesting, where we saw, right? I that's, mean, that's where we saw uh, this is Joseph a, Martinez's first two amazing goals. In a lot of ways, a mirror image of Chicago Fire coming to yep. Bobby Dodd Stadium early on in 2017, and they get the early red card, and then it, the the, st- the statistics were similar. That was the thing that jumped out at me. Is I don't, I've never seen Atlanta United dominate statistically to this point. You've got here out possessed seventy seven percent to to twenty three, uh, outshot by a, a pretty ridiculous amount as well. It was sixteen to two at one point, uh, and then you were dispossessed thirteen times, and it's we're in stoppage time now, so I think we can pretty much call that stat final. You're dispossessed thirteen times. I mean, in this match, don't lose hope yet. Unbelievable. It's been a train wreck, so it could happen. <laughs> Chicago was passing overnight at an over 90% clip all night. I mean, a lot of that has to do with being up a man. I mean, it, the shots are 20-3 to 3 now. I mean, it, I it's just absolute domination. And like you said, Eric, it was domination at 11 v. 11. But the thing is now, you've got a big, big match coming up against Red Bulls at home on Sunday. And you're going to be missing Leandro Gonzalez-Pirez. You're going to, like you said, Eric, maybe starting a fatigued Michael Parkers in the middle at center back in his in his place. You're going to be hopefully trying to reintegrate Ezekiel Barkerl and Joseph Martinez into the team. I mean, you're going to have a lot of moving moving pieces, a lot of questions heading to an absolutely critical match about against one of your main competitors in the Eastern Conference. Uh, the good thing is you've got uh, Red Bulls right now losing against. I'm sorry. I mean, does it really matter who they're losing to? I mean, when they play Atlanta United, all that gets through. They're, I mean, they're Houston down, Dynamo, right? down one nil to Houston Dynamo at the half, and 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 they'll be going Houston. Uh, well, I guess it's about the same amount of travel. Yeah, Houston so I mean, Atlanta, if they Chicago do, to Atlanta. if they do, I almost want them to win this match against Houston. Mm. Make it a comeback, make it glorious. Do whatever you got to do to to make them feel all happy and gloriful and inside. Uh, because for Atlanta United going into this match uh, against the Red Bulls at home. You got to think that this is going to light the fieriest of fires under their booties, because they don't want this to happen again. They want to. They need repentance. They need. They need. You know, mm-hmm. to go through the fire. They need to prove to everyone. Oh my gosh! Look at Breck Shea. <laughs> Hold on, everybody. Hold on, everybody. Oh, Eric there it is. is Eric there is it is. Mesmerized by Breck Shea going there it one, is. one v six. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Leroy Jenkins. That's no, what this it, team's but, doing. So this this was already a big match. I think it becomes bigger now because you're trying to oh, it's, seriously it's, get some confidence back. You know, I mean, this is turned from an, a, a maybe measuring stick match to maybe a critical match in terms of uh, getting your season <laughs> back on track. Wow, great save by Brad Guzan here in stoppage time. Uh, what was that noise? <laughs> was that noise audible? <laughs> That you just made, Eric. Only I, to dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What in the world? But, it was my. What do you call it? What do you call it? The sphincter. I, What's the phrase? The uh, tight sphincter. Oh, oh, yeah. Squeaky bum. Squeaky bum time. Squeaky bum thank you. Time. There it is. Oh, that's oh, what that was. Thank you, oh, yeah. Jenna. For, Squeaky bum time. Thank you, Jenna, yeah. for getting okay. that. Okay. Yeah, was, that's well, the Alex Ferguson. Squeaky yeah, bum. Yeah, that time. was an interesting way of describing it by Eric. All right. Well. That's what that was. I didn't want a sixth, okay? I didn't yeah. want a sixth. That was yeah, my. If, you, if uh... your dog just started going crazy while you're listening to this, that's Eric's fault. Mm-hmm. All right, let's look ahead to the Red Bulls. Uh, they just came off a of, uh, well. They're playing Houston Dynamo right now, but before that, they took on the Chicago Fire, beat them three-one. 
Uh, great performances by Daniel Royer, uh, Kaku. They got uh, goals from um, Alejandro Romero, Brian Wright, and uh, I mentioned Daniel Royer already. They, uh, oh wait, that's not even the right game. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm sorry. 5 1, <laughs> game over. What is this guy doing? I can't wait till the Atlanta United podcast about Mott's tonight. And they, they executed poorly. Oh, yeah. Eric did. I, DeBoer's, DeBoer's going to be furious. On par. Eric's out here making weird sounds. On par with the uh, with Atlanta United's play right there. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, good point. If you get to suck, we get Second to suck. Second half, Atlanta United <laughs> won one to nothing, baby. Hey, oh. Hey. And Orlando City had two red cards tonight. So. Oh, oh! See, anything Look, we can do, they can do better. Silver linings. That is the silver linings. Silver lining. linings, my friend. It's like, whoa, Atlanta United had one red card? Hold my beer. Look, here, here's the real difference for me in this, because I think both these teams are pretty even, and I think uh, Red Bulls have a, quite a few guys off on international duty So right now, so we'll see if, how, they, how they are when they come back. Yeah, Tyler Adams is so much on international duty that he's even playing his club soccer internationally now. There he's you left, go. He's left completely. Um, <laughs> but Luis Robles, to me, is going to be the key. If he's on his game, then I think it's going to be a tough task for Atlanta United. I don't see it being hmm. lopsided one way or the other. Yeah. But I do think that, that this is not going to be easy in the slide. I think if you get one goal, you should be extremely happy that you got it on Luis Robles. If you get more than one, bunker, because I don't think you're scoring a third. I think I just think Louis, I have that much respect for Luis Robles. I think he's a fantastic goalkeeper. Yeah, and he's made some great saves against us. I mean, I, I, it, maybe it turns into Joseph Martinez versus Luis Robles. I mean, we're we're we're, we're going to see. I, I mean, I still think if you're able to create uh, enough opportunities, you should be fine. And, and who knows? And maybe Chris Armas does something completely ridiculously stupid tactically again against us. I and hope so. Hands us the game. That would be nice. That's just <laughs> what we need. That's just what we need. I mean, I, it's it's uh. I'm 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 suddenly fascinated by by the match against the Red Bulls. I mean, there's so much there's so much more riding on that match than you would have ever thought, you know, just a couple hours ago. Uh and uh I mean you mentioned Robles. Obviously, uh, you know, Kaku is gonna be key for them. Daniel Royer has been very good on the wings. Who are you? Are you going to have Breck Shea trying to match up with one of those tricky wingers as a left back? I mean, you're going to have a lot of questions they're going to have to answer. I think they'll come into Mercedes Benz a confident, confident side this weekend. You got to watch out for regardless that, uh, of what happens tonight. Got to watch Houston. out for that Thierry Henry character. <laughs> Thierry Henry. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, man. I, I, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I. I don't feel great about it, especially way, if you've got a guy. If you've got Barco, Pity, Tito. Joseph, any of the combination of those four guys coming back off of not playing for as long as they've been playing with Atlanta United. I know, I know Joseph has been playing with Venezuela, mm-hmm. but for not playing as long as they've been playing with Atlanta United or without Atlanta United, that to me concerns me. And again, yeah. as big as as the one we're kind of playing up uh, in uh, against the Red Bulls. Yeah, and I think I mean you mentioned kind of Red Bulls missing players. One that's been missing due to injury, obviously, is. Bradley Wright Phillips, you yep. know, scores a lot of goals. He's just coming back. So he came off the bench in their last match, and he did not start tonight, which really makes you think he's going to be starting Sunday instead of most likely Brian White up top. That absolutely uh, leads has 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 to lead you to believe that. Otherwise, why would you probably not start him after he already gets a substitute appearance on the weekend? So, on t- I mean, just thing after thing, you're going to have – Center backs, uh, Michael Parker's playing center back, you know, you're going to have to deal with probably BWP back in there and probably a Kaku who's also 
resting tonight on the bench. Uh, Red Bulls are going to. Oh, they're are, looking ahead for are sure. Clearly looking yeah. ahead, similar to with Atlanta United with Joseph maybe keeping him home. The problem is then you enter this match with maybe an injury to Dion Pereira. We'll see. Uh, LGP on a red card he suspension. Not, he did not go back in the game, by the way. Land United yeah. did finish the game with nine. Yeah, so we might. Yeah, so I mean, it's uh, it's. I think they are. They're going to come in licking their chops. I mean, they're going to have their their two best attacking players well rested, uh, and it's going to be. I mean, it's. I think it's going to be. It's going to be tough. Look, we know we know that Atlanta United has the talent to to play with the Red Bulls. We we know that the, the, like tonight uh, is an outlier in the greatest sense of the word. This will likely not happen again for a long, long, long time. Something to this effect, where you're down three nothing within the first 12, 13 minutes. Um, so we know that they can play. They have the skill. They have the talent. They have the the technical ability to play against a team like a Red Bulls. I wouldn't I wouldn't go the rest of this weekend. Thinking, oh my gosh, I'm dreading. Well, I guess you could and appease the dread god, but uh, you, I wouldn't go into this weekend dreading what is coming up Sunday. But for for the players, they got to look at this as an opportunity for redemption. You got you got to switch out of the mentality of you lost. Um, you you want to see what well, we want to see tonight out of pity. We got to see it Sunday for real. Yeah, I mean, you like, have you, you didn't you didn't have a chance to show it tonight. He didn't. He played five minutes, then he got subbed out. Sunday's got to be the day where he shows up. Sunday's got to be the day where he finds it in him to 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 lead Atlanta United to to you know he, he was taken off for a reason five minutes in they could have they could have pulled Lorenowitz off they could have pulled Nagby off but because he he is in such a bad run of form right now and he doesn't help defensively and you're in a position where he he can't take the ball in the midfield go upfield and and start a counter he he just doesn't have that right now he he had to get pulled off that's got to hurt his pride a little bit. And, Maybe it hurt before with all the all the all the not, or all the talk that have been has been circulated around him on on social media and the in, you know in in the interviews, um, but at some point he's got to turn it on. Sunday would be a perfect day for him to do that. You bring Joseph and potentially Barco back into the mix, and hopefully you're talking about honestly, even if they lose, yeah, as long I, as just a better performance. I still than think, this. aside from the the mental part, if you're able to shake off this result, I think Atlanta could very well come out with a very good performance. Against. Hey, y'all want a fantastic Frank DeBoer post-game quote? What we got? <laughs> He's uh, just plugged into my laptop so I could hear it, and this was him being interviewed on the field after the game, and he goes, I told him that the only thing we can do in the second half is show some balls, <laughs> and they did. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Motivation. No, I mean that's pretty much all you can. I mean that's. We said on the radio show if if if, if Frank DeBoer is he said show some if balls. if he's anything he's blunt. I love him, and that's pretty blunt. I love him. I love him. Well, we're gonna learn a little bit. Oh, about I love him Frank too. That quote is my favorite quote a coach maybe has ever said. We're gonna learn a little bit about him and how he motivates and if he can get the guys back refocused. I think he will. I'm I'm more positive than you are about this match, Eric. I think. Oh, I'm positive. You know, I just. I think you had a perfect storm of horribleness Bad tonight. Things. I mean, you don't want to talk about a bad outlier performance from a defense that's been pretty reliable for most of the season, and suddenly you've got, you know, Leandro Gonzalez, Pierez whiffing on clearances, Michael Parker's getting beat left and right. Uh, we talked about the mistake by Pogba earlier. I mean, this is like the, that's uh, one of the worst mistakes that th- I've seen is, on a field. You, Everything that happened in this match, this is like the straight flush of of, of games. Of of games to start of, uh, like we said, of things I, to start the I, game. I think Brad Guzan could do better on a couple of those goals as well. So it it's really a perfect storm of uh, 
of 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 ineptitude. So I mean, you, I, I really think you can you can you can just toss this match aside and 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 it come with a good performance at home. See, this is Sunday. what I don't want to see. I don't want to see people talking about how how you know it always lost. And, and and we need a player to save us, so we need something to change. This is one match. It's it's an extreme outlier. Yeah, this well, is not who we Atlanta, hope so. This is not who Atlanta United is. Mm-hmm. They have in no way showed that this is this is the team that they are. Well, things in are fact, never... it's been it's been the exact opposite. Where they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. Uh, yeah, one of the best defensive teams in the league uh, with the least amount. Of, well, not anymore, but <laughs> with the least amount of goals scored against. It's like the hey, old I want, saying, I want things are never as bad as they seem, and yeah. they're never as good as they seem. Mm-hmm. I want to harp on that, because not all it's not all doom and gloom because of this one match. It looked absolutely pathetic. It's, it looked horrible. I think more than anything, it's the pride. Like, like the, the team has to show some pride and bu- step up, buck up, play better than they did, you know, when it gets to like 3-0, yeah. and then it's 4-0, 5-0. It's like, that's embarrassing. The body language in the first half was, was so, so bad. But I'll say this. I mean, Frank DeBoer hit the nail on the head in the second half, and I'll say, granted, when you're up five to nothing, there's not a whole lot of urgency from your team on the offensive side. So Frank yeah, DeBoer Chicago can say, chilling a bit, yeah. I mean, Frank DeBoer can say the team came out and showed some balls all he wants, but I mean, did they really? I mean, they're playing against yeah, a I team mean, that's that all isn't he can. That's all anything. he can say, you know. I mean, exactly. Um, so I mean, that quote, yeah, we laughed at it when I said it. Uh, you know, it's funny, but ultimately, it means nothing. Because, I yeah. mean, show some balls. It's like, well, they're not going to score any more goals on you. They've already got five. And they did have a few more chances after that. But, I mean, ultimately, or, or, or for the most part, they they were just content to kind of sit back. Are you, mm-hmm. I mean, are you, are you, mm-hmm. are you blaming DeBoer? No, no, okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. I'm just saying that. <laughs> because I was like, what? I mean, I, I'm just saying, I don't know what else I could well, say no, to that. I'm just saying, that's a quote that's going to grab a lot of headlines. Okay. But ultimately, it means nothing. It absolutely means nothing yeah, because I mean, at that point you're. I it, mean, I, I would say if anything, it sends a strong message that look, obviously you know that this can't stand. That this, well, of course, yeah. I yeah. Think, as long as he got that point across, I don't care what he said. He could have he could have cursed out the entire team for the entire twenty minutes they were in the locker room. The more I think about it now, though, they could he could have said anything. I would have given him. Carlton traveled. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. I'm, I don't either, <laughs> but like that's the thing. You're like you're you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth. Where you're talking about this kid needs to learn discipline, and we're going to try to send him a message. And didn't wasn't there a quote about how he was going to be with the twos for the rest of the year or something? Am I am I, I don't mean that right? Anyway, it just seems like you're not really, you know, holding players accountable if if you know one travels like mm-hmm. a few weeks after that. I mean, granted, he did say after this whole thing happened that you know Carlton's going to have to be a part of the squad out of you know necessity, mm-hmm, just based true. on the fact that you know depth and things like that. But, All right. I th- well, so hold on. I think this Go is ahead. a great question from Twitter. From so this is me says uh, Rhode Island. Neither a road or an island. Discuss. <laughs> so talk I think I think we so should I, talk I, about I, that now. I don't know enough about Rhode Island, but it's part, spelled R H O D E. Well, it's not an so island that, because it's landlocked, so it can't be an island. Uh, okay, so is it landlocked? Who? Yes. Who it's touching not, land? Who, no, who is Mister Road? Landlocked means that there's no you don't border any. Well, I mean, water, okay, right? I mean it touches land, oh. so it can't be an island. <laughs> oh. It's a peninsula. Oh. Road peninsula yes, just doesn't sound as good. It the should geogra- be road peninsula. The geographical term, yes, peninsula. Ah, oh, okay, or an is- maybe an is- isthmus. That's what that's what that's what that's what Panama oh, is. Is it an isthmus? Do we have any other good questions? Uh, let me find out. It's not even a peninsula. Because peninsula has to be surrounded by water on three sides. Thoughts on guidelines and principles for success in transfer market. That's an interesting one. Yeah, I like that. I talked about this before when we were just kind of, yeah, well, Emerson Hindman signs, obviously. That's a good one to bolster up your 
uh, we'll see how, center I, of midfield. I, I, I can't imagine he just got brought over ju- or he got signed just to you know, you know, kick the ball around. Well, when practice. you look at the I assume he's price, play. and this has been mentioned a lot, but the the price you spent just to get his discovery rights indicates. It's much more than you usually see, unless you really. I mean, if you're spending an I think you're slot. really going to use him. Yeah, Actually, I think two, right? Yeah, you're sending one. Yep, yeah, yeah. and I, I think you're really, really going to use, uh, have to use him. And I he, think, I think maybe you're you're off to get one more depth piece, but outside of that, I think there's not much else going on. I would like market. to see. Uh, I would like to see, and I think maybe the Romario dealing Romario opens up the door to this. Is you sign another striker? I'm not saying like. Someone to start or uh, anything I mean, it, like that, but I think Vasquez and Joseph, you need one more out and out nine on your roster. Patrick Conquo. My thing is, what kind? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what right. kind of striker would you want? More like Joseph or more like Vasquez? Uh, more. Well, I think you need a hold up. And, and, and what I say, what I say is like a target forward. No, right? No, yeah. You want uh, you want a different type goal. of guy. Yeah. No, I think you Back want more. Goal. You want more of a target guy. Yeah. But okay. at the same time, I think you just have to look at, you know, when with Joseph's been out, and I, uh, you haven't. I mean, I look at those chances that Brandon Vasquez missed in that Montreal match. You want a better version of Brandon And Vasquez? I know he scored in the U.S. Open Cup. I know he scored a penalty tonight. Yeah, I think you need a little more quality there because if Joseph goes down, you, you don't want to have to resort to putting Tito up there. He was not even available right now. So, so you're saying you need somebody that's not just a back-to-goal. Yeah, I think, yeah. Well, I think you need a, a better a better version of Brandon Vasquez. We also, got, we also wonder, you know— so no people and Soggy. You've heard the rumors that maybe <laughs> Nagby's leaving in the summer. Uh, so you wonder if that has anything to do with maybe the question or maybe just the uh, the opportunities themselves. Nagby's maybe play overall this year has not been as good as it was last year. I see. I I mean, I'm because the, he's I'm not being of, asked to do different I don't things. Know. I'm of the belief that's more on, on pity. I can see that. I, I, didn't, I didn't notice Nagby regressing. I haven't. Either. I haven't no, either. I, don't I haven't either. But as if, impactful. I know. haven't either. But if you're going to say that maybe Nagby doesn't look as as good as he did last because year, because he's not playing next to Almiron, right? <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. totally fair. And, and Pity's not really doing many favors when it comes to you know creating moments for him. Because remember, Nagby, what he did was he he opened up things for the next person. So whether it's Almiron, whether it's Tito, whether it's um, Gressel, he's opening things up for everyone else. And so when he does try to do that for someone like Pity, it doesn't come off. And who does that for Atlanta United now? Ezekiel Barco. Yeah, he's he's fills that role of, role of Almiron of, of of driving the team forward, controlling the tempo, creating chances for others. And without him, you I think you see a lot of these other pieces struggle the way that we have with 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 co- cohesiveness, with getting on the ball in a dangerous area where they where they want it. I think definitely some of the problems you allude to in attack with respect to Miguel Almiron being gone. We're seeing those because Ezekiel Barco has also been gone in the in the recent past as well. And you're, I mean, aside from the defensive performance tonight, I do think you've seen an Atlanta United team that you would like to be a little more incisive in the final third and create a few create more chances than they have. And I think Barco is a huge, huge part of that. Someone asked, "What's my prediction for pity on Sunday?" Oh no, he'll get injured if you say hat trick. Okay, PT. Oh no. <laughs> so what does that mean? I don't know. I if he but gets my prediction injured, is Eric, I swear to God, if he if he pulls up a hamstring or something like hat that, hat trick for Pity, hat trick for Pity. You heard it here first. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna win. So you and I, you know, at home, I think we're the, gonna win. You got the Women's yeah, yeah. World Cup, USA, all the way in uh, at a, at eleven o'clock inside Mercedes Benz Stadium. You guys are both gonna be there, correct? Yes, I'll I will be, be there myself. Come, we'll uh, come hang, we'll out. hang out, have as, a uh, have a have a, an adult beverage. As Vince McMahon once said. 
No chance in hell. I don't really see any way they're going to win. I don't. Not, the, not the way they're playing right now. I, if you play that tonight, uh, but I just I just don't think what we saw tonight is not indicative overall, I mean, of what we've seen this season. But that's the thing. They've had some wins mixed in here recently, but I think overall on form, there's been a dip. Definitely ha- performances, I think, throughout the year have not been what you became accustomed to, especially yeah, sure. going forward. It's because we're under, spoiled under, fans. Under, under Tata Martino, but... Uh, We'll see. So we'll be at the. We we should uh, tweet out where we, where we're hanging out in the stadium. Maybe y'all can uh, come come say what's up. Come hang. Come watch the game because no one likes me because I am the curse. Yeah, well, tell Eric you don't like him. You can have a beer with me. Apparently, and, uh, I I caused this five one loss. Well, yeah. I mean, everyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you did cause the red card first. You caused the PT miss, the yep. miss penalty last week, and uh, and now tonight. So. If we leave with anything, it's that it is really just Eric's. Or fault. maybe we're just bad luck in general because so we've done this exact thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all Eric. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, anything else we need to hit on before we take off? Uh, I don't. I don't know how we got thirty minutes, thirty-eight minutes out of this. Have we gone thirty-eight minutes? That's how much we've gone. I don't know how, but uh, we did it. It's it's a lot of ridiculousness. <laughs> well, I think actually we have to finish with this question well, from, well, from Jenna. Go ahead. Is Eric actually the dread god? I regret to inform you. Look, I wish I would. Are you kidding me? You know who I would? I, I would. I would sick my powers know. on. You think Orlando would have any kind of success? <laughs> well, well, that's certainly. Well, are you what, kidding? What type of success have Orlando? How, how is that supposed to help your? You, you your want to know? You, you want to know what would be happening to their stadium? I'm, I'm, I'm talking rat infestations, cockroaches all over the place. Okay, it has to be about. It has to be about the infestations, huh? And then, I and mean, then on the field. I we're think, talking. I think Jenna brings up a good em- point. Embarrassing goals given up. You're the one that's been bringing up the dread god since I've ever been on this podcast. And it wasn't even you. Who usually, was it? you've usually since I've been. It was a thing before I came on. I think it was Jay. No, no, you brought it up bef- before. Well, unless he invented it. No, on he was Twitter. the rac- he was the raccoon witch. The first time I heard you talk about the dread god was when we lost in Vancouver in twenty in 2017. It was like the fourth or fifth episode I did, and Eric said something about. The Dread God, and I wasn't sure who what he was talking about. And then after that Vancouver match, Listen, I this, knew this is a homework. This is the homework assignment. Is for it possible, listeners, that the man mentioning the Dread God repeatedly someone, is actually that man? Someone find Dread out. God. Yeah, because I want the worst for Atlanta. Drove United. Tata Martino away. This, All right, you are an Orlando <laughs> plant, sir. Here, you are a plant. Here's the last question. For the podcast, somebody asked, how do we kill a god? How do we kill a god? I mean, Thanos killed Loki pretty easily yes. in Thanos who had Thanos who just wanted to help with the overpopulation so do we, in the do world, we have, by the way. As you all know, I am Team Thanos. Do we have a Thanos that we can come kill the Dread God? <laughs> what do they do? They went in a time machine? I don't know. I don't all want right, to what's, a, what's a Thanos? What's a Thanos? <laughs> Leave it to Eric. From the, the Avengers. is a Thanos? You know, the bad guy in the biggest movie of all time. Who were the Avengers? Wow. So you're just being... I will say one thing. On a a somewhat serious note, if you have read or you haven't read Megan Rapinoe's statement to the media today, very, very pointed comments that I think everybody should read regardless of your political affiliation. And that's all I have to say. And and awesome to... uh, I guess watch the success the U.S. Women's National Team have had at the World Cup. Dream awesome. Team. Awesome, awesome, awesome. They've been so good. They've really been tested. I mean, that's the best part about it is we talked about it going in that 
we we knew because of the depth of talent that hasn't been that they're going to be tested like they haven't before, and they've they, I mean they've done fantastically well against different types of teams uh, in Spain, France, and England, and you know we'll see you'll see what happens against Netherlands on Sunday, but you got to think. The, the, the most difficult opponents are already behind you. You're now already, they just have to get past uh, Schmuck and a Pancake. Yes, and of course the Dutch are known for using or for losing uh, a major uh, major cup finals. So Check out on a waffle. Hopefully this. What is Sam doing? So hopefully this. Uh, you remember the, the Schmuck and a Pancake? Yeah, the yeah, Dutchman from uh, Austin Powers. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so they they they've made a habit of losing uh, major finals throughout their history. So maybe the women will do as uh, as the men have and. Uh, Another World Cup for the U.S. women. Well I hope, deserved. I hope it's pay them. I hope it's drama filled. I, <laughs> I personally don't want to see another like what was the score last four years ago? Well, it was I think oh because they well was, Carly Lloyd had a first half hat trick. Like, like that was minutes. that was fantastic. But after those first fifteen minutes, I was like, all right, well, what else? It got boring. What yeah, else can sure. I do? Absolutely. Like nothing. I mean, it was the same same as in this game. So it's not like a girl guy thing. I promise, but. Um, after the first 15 minutes, I was like, all right, well, what else is on? You know what is a girl-guy thing, by the way? If Alex Morgan had been a guy oh, and did that celebration, nobody would have said a word. That was a fantastic yeah, celebration. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. And uh, I, Did anyone? I and mean, as you all like, know, I was, I, I was like the most upset one about the 13-0 stuff. Who made that celebration? Made, but, 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 yeah, but who, that was great. Who made a big stink about it? Let's Here's be, Morgan let's and be, British people. Let's be specific. So, <laughs> Salty people? Salty yeah. British people? This, this is, so it's not a girl-guy thing. Maybe? It's a American British I thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm telling maybe, you, man, maybe if, maybe if from, a guy had done that. Maybe would from not the have been the near thing the is, same. Eric. Maybe there, from the English. There is there there is a more split opinion on that within the U.S. than I think there would be for America. There's some sort of because, bad stigma. It feels like the where girls aren't supposed to celebrate. Like, guys, oh no, like, I want more of that. To, I want it, but I'm I want saying more of there's that. this weird, stupid stigma where girls are supposed to be more proper or something, mm. and that they're not supposed to do that. Well, they certainly are better behaved. Uh, on the pitch, that's for sure. But I, I, no, that was awesome. Have you seen in this World Cup where they rushed the official? No. I want to see less of that. that was the and then I watched one Copa America match, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> the, the, Cameroon, a riot. the Cameroon thing, they, they right. got Ca- up in Cameroon, the official face. But they, they, had, really they, had, they had a legitimate reason well, to course, do that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't. But you know what else? No, no, no. They were wrong. No. The calls made against them were correct. You know what else you don't really get in the women's game either? And this is full credit to them for actually playing the game the right way. You don't really get flopping that much. No, and it, it's not a bunch of rolling yeah, around. When it's done, it's done properly. I think Alex Morgan has mastered the art <laughs> quite well, but she gets fouled seven but times. But there's not the Neymar theatrics, you know what I mean? You don't see the rolling. Right. Uh, no, it, it is... It seven is minutes of stoppage with no injuries? Definitely <laughs> oh, definitely a, a, a breath of, uh, of fresh air in that sense. Uh, take, more, take more lessons from the women, guys. I just, I just, I just don't think we can help it, man. I just think we're too, too helpless. We just can't, we just can't take responsibility for anything. So my dad, my dad, speaking of Copa America, my dad, we're from Uruguay. My dad absolutely hates Luis Suarez. Yeah, that's the weirdest of thing. Everything of everything he does. Well, he brings negative attention. All, all like, I, the I theatrics. But I'll say this: if I were Uruguayan, I would be praising Luis Suarez for what he did uh, when he slapped the ball. Was that in two thousand fourteen? That was 2010. That's South African. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Because they were playing uh, uh, Ghana. Ghana. That's mm-hmm. right. They were the only African team left. I would be praising him all day long because, again, he took the consequence for his action, and they ultimately yeah, won the game. Absolutely. You do what you do. To exactly. Try to just, you play to win the game. All right. Thanks, Herm. Hmm. I'm not even going to sign off. Bye. 
Bye-bye. At Sam J. Franco. <laughs> <laughs>